Like twin sons on a womp rat's tail. Welcome back to the Tumbling Saber podcast, everybody. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I'm Carlos. Welcome back, everybody. Back again after a slight pause, but we're glad to be back talking Star Wars once again. It's kind of a strange week. It's not one of those typical Star Wars news week where we talk about shows and movies and what's coming down the pike and that that respect we're talking toys and video games like the true 40 somethings we are <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, I i am kind of looking forward to uh i don't know ranting or praising we'll see where this goes i don't know we'll find out but first we catch up carlos man how's it going it's going good man long week uh working hard uh just uh you know trying to just trying to get through man <laughs> <laughs> i'm Just already not looking forward to the, to the holiday season like, uh, yeah <laughs> oh man it's it's already gotten crazy at work like uh we hit a huge we hit a bit of a peak this week and it's like wow okay that's about a month and a half early like i don't know what's going on but uh yeah there's a lot of uh extra work flying around and um you know, some coworkers are, are still getting vaccinated. So, you know, they're having like uh, uh, secondary or side effects and, and having to call in sick. So that just puts more pressure on the rest of us. And uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's not necessarily fun, fun, fun. But um, it's also giving me a little bit of a clearer picture as to what to expect in, in end of October and November. Oh, yeah. At, and obviously December, which is going to be a complete disaster so i don't know anyways regardless uh i'm happy to have a job and um uh, yeah trying to convince myself as you could tell and uh <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is you know what i'm saying it's not a lie so, if you believe it yeah no I'm, I'm too smart for that i can't make myself <laughs> believe that stuff but it is what it is man I actually watched a solo a Star Wars story yesterday, and man, is that movie good! It's a it's very fun. fun movie. Yeah. Wow. Like it's. I mean, there's a couple little things that bug me, but yeah, there's just uh, there's a couple of moments where you know when when the the, the, the after they uh, they they get the coaxium from Kessel and and um, and Lando's pining over L three. Uh, and and uh, Beckett tells Han Solo to get us out of here, and he, and he rushes to the cockpit, and he kind of jumps into that chair. And there's that one little second where he kind of like gives that little smile. Yep, it's like I I see Harrison Ford there, and that sold them. That's that sells the movie for me. Like, regardless of whether you believe Alden Ehrenreich did a good job or not, or if he looks like Han Solo or could be a younger Han Solo or not, that moment right there says that's Han Solo. Yeah, there's a difference between impersonation and embodiment, I think. And yeah, I, I think he got it, man. I yeah, think I think nailed it Aaron Reich yeah. really did embody the, the quirks and the mannerisms that Harrison Ford could do and, and just really infused his performance with Harrison's. Whereas you looked at a guy like Anthony Ingruber who looks like Harrison Ford did a great impersonation of him, but that's all it was. And people were just hung up on the look that, hey, we don't even have to deep fake this guy. It looks just like him, which yeah. you know, it goes a long way, but I think they got the right guy. 
I think so too. I think so too. It's just the mannerisms and there's just little moments where, you know, little, you know, little finger snaps or just little looks and tiny smirks that he, that he, that he pulls off. And it's like, yeah, okay. Uh, they, they, they did a good job with it, even though, I, you know, he got trashed by some people and wow, you know, some probably, people are just never happy. Yeah. They would have trashed regardless. So, uh, yeah, that, that was uh, that was my uh, that was fun for me. Like uh, just going back to that, that was probably the Star Wars movie I've seen the most in theaters. And um, uh, yeah, and, and not by accident, I don't think. Like there was just something I really, really, and, and obviously I'm a huge fan of Rogue One. Um, I really, really enjoyed that movie, but there was just something about that summer release, and having that. I guess maybe. You know, it was a confluence of like, of of the timing of when that movie dropped for me was like, you know, in a, in a different period of my life. So I had maybe a little bit more time to actually go go out to the movie theater, and it being the summer also or or late spring, kind of helped that as well. And uh, yeah, there there's a little attachment there for me, but I hadn't hadn't seen it in a while, and I was I was happy to go back to it. So, yay, Good solo. Call. Good call. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I still haven't watched a Star Wars movie this year. And at this point, I'm just probably going to run it out just to see what happens, how I feel in 2022 going back to it. But what, You're like what the you... Bill Burr of this podcast. I know. Like, Maybe I'll just go through 2022 without watching a Star Wars movie too. That's what I was going to say. It's going to be like 10 years. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do it. No, no, for sure. I'd have, I, I would sooner be able to actually do a Bill Burr and cut out booze before I cut out Star Wars. That, that Yeah, that's a fact. But Carlos, what do you think? Uh, you haven't been back to the theater since, since this whole shit show pandemic started, right? Nope. The last movie I saw in theater was Rise of Skywalker. I, I want to say the same for me, but what do you think, looking at what's coming or what's already out, what do you think gets you back? Ghostbusters. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's the yeah. one. Go- Ghostbusters, Bond, uh, Spider-Man. And uh, we'll see after. If any of those movies are released same day or first day uh, on on streaming, I might pick the streaming route. But it's uh, I think there's going to be a delay now. They they don't want to have the same type of backlash they had with Black Widow. So uh, there's going to be like a little bit of a delay between theatrical releases and and streaming releases. So. Uh, I, there's a couple of those movies that I'm going to jump on, uh, in the theater, but, uh, Ghostbusters actually Ghostbusters got pushed back a week. So they went from November 11th to the 17th, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that got pushed back. And I, I believe bond is December. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken or late, late oh, November man. bond just keeps getting shoved further and further off. And Look, it looks it, so that's a movie that needs to be watched in theaters, oh. and I think Paramount knows that. Like, they're not stupid. They they know that this is this is a smash and grab popcorn type of type of release, and they they want to try to collect as much from that as possible. I don't blame them. No. Like, it's it's not like they're on a. It's not like it's time sensitive. It's not like this movie is leading up to another one, and they need to release this so that they can like get into their. Their schedule, like obviously, they they don't want to sit on it forever, but uh, I don't think they're in a rush. Uh, they don't need to be in a rush to release this movie. Uh, so so I'm okay with them 
pushing that back where they didn't have the same option with Black Widow. Like it needed to get out because there's kind of like a there there's a flow between all the Marvel movies because sure. it's it's part of a bigger universe. And not to say that the, the Bond movies are not part of a bigger universe. They are, but it's not like you need to watch this one uh before they make the next one or or anything like that. Like this is the last one uh before they probably reboot the whole series again. So yeah, there's no stress for them to do it. So, you know, if they want to hold it back until, until let's say, May, Memorial Day weekend, I'd be okay with that. I have no issues. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, other than me dying and not watching it. Like, yeah, there's just no get way- this thing out before we die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, other than that, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not super stressed. Whereas a Star Wars release or, or, or things of that nature, um, not to say that I'm less invested in Bond, but... Like I said, it's not like there's a book coming out that's going to spoil the movie, right? Yeah, there's Where, I mean, yeah. Whereas Star Wars, there's a lot of interconnected material from from one project to the next. Uh, so so I kind of I kind of see that as well. Also with the Spider Man stuff and uh, and like I said before, the Marvel stuff, like a lot of it's interconnected, intertwined uh, storytelling. And there was issues with uh, with WandaVision and and with uh, uh, you know. Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and 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 Black Widow, like with uh, Elaine Bennis. What's her name? Julia Louis Dreyfus. No, no, but her, her character. In, oh, and uh, what they calling her, Madame Hydra? Uh, yeah, exactly. So, like, they needed to introduce her. Like, they, they she was supposed to be released at the end of of. Well, obviously, she appears at the end of Black Widow, and her appearance at the end of Captain America and the Winter Soldier, uh, you know, you're supposed to kind of have known her already at that point. Yeah, it's 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 sequential. You don't want to you don't want to start watching things out of sequence in, in yeah. these connected universes. But but it wasn't that bad in that sense. But I'm sure there's other things, um, other stories that need to be told, uh, and 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 they have to kind of go in sequence. So I understand their stress a little bit with that, considering that billions and billions of dollars are invested in 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 their whole, yeah. their in their whole thing. And not to say that the money that Paramount invested in Bond is not as important. I mean, every dollar is just as important. But as far as storytelling goes, I I, I see the pressure uh, more on Marvel and let's say uh, Lucasfilm, Disney, uh, to get these these you know franchises in order uh, before releasing the next stuff or announcing. New, new projects so yeah uh I, I i don't know we'll see but ghostbusters man wow <laughs> super super pumped for that that yeah that's that's the one that's looking at, i'm staring at it going yeah I, I i have to see this in theater i wouldn't be able to look at myself in the mirror if i chickened out are, yeah. are you gonna try to go like uh, are you gonna try to pull a timmy and like uh grab a matinee at one point or uh uh it's really, I mean, Monday through Friday, it's tough to get away. I mean, I'd have to like take an afternoon off. That's that's what I would have to do. Not not no, out of the question. It's too bad that's the movie. Just go to a late night, September thirtieth, right? Because we have there's a new there's a new statutory holiday in Canada on September thirtieth. Oh, uh, we don't get it the, though. Yes, we do. I don't get it. What do you mean you don't get it? It's for it's for federal workers. Really? Yeah. If you're not if you're not a federal employee, you're you're going to work. FedEx isn't. <laughs> you got any openings? 
for one day. <laughs> Switch my whole career just to get that extra day off. No, I kid, I kid. But yeah, no, it's 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 business as, as usual for everybody who's not. Uh... Oh, I have to I have to check up on that because I, I I thought that we were off on that day. So maybe oh, I'm not. Boy. Maybe it's just maybe it's just uh, there. Maybe they told us that to let us know that a lot of our banks and and other uh, customers are going to be closed that day. So maybe they're going to be like you know cutting some people off. Uh, yeah, or, or giving other people days off because there's not enough work type of thing. I don't know. Anyways, we'll see. I thought it was. I thought it was a statutory holiday for the whole country. It that, should be. Yeah, I, I thought so. It should be. I thought so. Like too, if you're gonna then. recognize, if you're gonna recognize the, the the catastrophe that was residential schools and the way natives were treated in this country, and you're only gonna give federal workers the day off and not actual people. You're not sending the right message. Well, they defer. I think I think that ends up going filtering to the provincial governments, who then just punt and say, "Nah." I think you know Ontario said, "Nah," and I think Quebec did the same. And I I can I just say something? I'm a fan of tumbling saber, right? I've always been a fan of tumbling saber since like episode two or three or whatever it was. I've listened to every episode and some of them multiple. And one of those episodes that I listened back to. Uh, this week uh, was, and I don't, I don't mean to hog the mic to start off the show there, Corey, but this is kind of important. It was <laughs> the the Gord Downey tribute episode. Oh, jeez. And uh, sorry, I have tears in my eyes, but like um, you guys talked about Gord and um, James brought up a, an awesome point about uh, Gord's passion project and 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 bring to light. The tragedy of the residential schools in our country and the treatment of Aboriginal peoples. Uh, and this was before uh, they found the mass gra- This is years before they found those mass graves of those children. Um, and it just brought to light how important the voices like Gord Downey's were. Yes, yeah, so somebody who people would actually would listen to. Like, he's one of those voices that. No matter your political leanings, you like you're on board with Gore Downey. You know, there's, there's there was not much that he did that people were like, "Nah, Gore," Downey, except for Coke Machine Glow. That's a terrible album, but <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. The the work he did there, everybody was like, "Yeah, it's important." He just he was just, one people one person people rallied around for sure. But just uh, listen to you guys talk about it and. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. It just uh, it struck a chord with me, and I just want to. It was hard for me uh, to 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 say that I I I kind of couldn't be on that episode just because of how it it affected me, and uh, then listening back to it and just having all those emotions rush back, and and not just the emotions, but the poignant nature of of how you guys brought to light that, and just being on the right side of history there, and uh, yeah. So cheers to you, uh, Kyle, Corey, and James there for 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 that episode. And um, we got something right. <laughs> we tried <laughs> for once. Yeah. yeah, for once. That might be the one episode that is not Star Wars related. It's the one we got right. <laughs> oh, what an Sorry, yeah, I didn't mean to bring. I didn't mean to, mean to bring the show to a halt here, but uh, yeah, it was uh, something that I I really felt that needed to be uh, needed to be brought up and. Um, Considering that uh, September 30th is considered uh, 
Truth and Reconciliation Day, and uh, it should be a national holiday, uh, even though it, it it isn't according to you guys. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, to give a, a bank worker or or government worker a day off, paid day off, while working people still have to go to work, is not the right message you're sending to the population. Nope. No. And look, let's face it, we're biased. We would love to have a day off. But you're right. Come on. Well, look, in, 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 it, we're, we're considered part of the first world, and Canada is the country in the first world with the least amount of paid holidays. Shocking. No, that was Carl's sarcasm. I can hear that God. from here. <laughs> Regardless. Uh, yeah, if you if you go to some countries in Europe and and uh, even the United States has more paid holidays than us statutory holidays. I there's, mean, there's this drought from start of January and sometimes into April, depending when Easter falls. Like we'll go three solid months, sometimes a little less. Some well, no, it's it's always in Quebec. It's it's we we don't get that February day that other other Correct. provinces do. That's right. So yeah, we, in Quebec we go all all of January. Mar- uh, February when and Easter sometimes falls. March depending when Easter falls yeah yeah. so we'll go two plus months sometimes over three months without without a day off it's yeah. it, and through winter too like it's long anyway sorry everybody <laughs> didn't, mean to, didn't mean to do this Corey how was your week <laughs> uh, it's good man you know, slowly headed into fall, so I'm reaping the bounty of my harvest, my garden. Like I killed, we killed it. I killed it this weekend with the preserves. I got like five liters of salsa, like all kinds of meat sauce. I got your jalapeno jam ready to roll. More pickles, pickled peppers, like chili. It's insane, man. Just insane. And it was my girlfriend's uh, 40th birthday last week too. Like I cooked for like 11 people, uh, like a crazy taco bar. I bit off a lot more than I can chew, but it came out really good. And yeah, I mean, I think I, we, we hit our first restaurant last night too for the first time in God knows how long. I don't even want to try and remember, <laughs> but it was kind of fun, man. It was really nice. It was, uh, it was nice to really get out and do something. And uh, other than that, uh, I don't know. What else? I got uh, I got Crave. <laughs> we got Crave uh, last week. My girlfriend wanted to watch uh, The Handmaiden's Tale. She's super into that. So like a totally, I don't know, just gone down the rabbit hole and a few things there like hooked up with the fresh fresh prince with my son he's he's <laughs> loving it man like it's it's such a good i don't know i found it like it's been such a bonding experience i was like you know what when the show came out i was in the same grade as you you know he was like really i was like yeah man and like we've watched like four episodes and like every episode at one point we're like both like pretty much crying in tears you know he's he's so good man it's anyway so that's been fun and uh, yeah, that's just, on the Star Wars side. I mean, it's been pretty late. I'm uh, actually waiting uh, visions. We should be getting that shortly, I believe, sometime uh, this month. Next week. That's all right. excellent, excellent. So yeah, got that to look forward to. And um, I don't know. On the collecting side, it was kind of I don't know. I'm sure I'm, I'm missing stuff here. Like I haven't been on the show in like two, three weeks, so I don't know. But uh, I showed Kyle some stuff. I went down the rabbit hole, and I don't know why, man. Like I just have the, it's just one of those things when I, I get this feeling, right? And then I'm like, I gotta do it. And like I bought the first comic The Simpsons ever had like a couple months ago. So then this week I ended up buying like Duffman number one, Treehouse of Horror number one, 
McBain number one and Bartman number one and four. And, you know, I mean, they're nothing, uh, they're not highly, highly valuable comics. Some of them are, you know, they're not cheap anyhow, but they're not super expensive. But at the same time, I, I felt like I, I needed it, man. Like, I don't know. There's something about the Simpsons, man. And from Star Wars, actually, I, I saw someone post something on Twitter the other day and it just became available on Canada. So I ordered it the first day. It's already delivered. But I got the George Mann and Kevin Scott's uh, Star Wars Life Day Treasury. Oh, cool. Yeah, dude. I, I got all three of those books now. Like I've, I've read the first one, all of it with my son. Mm-hmm. And I've had the, uh, the, Sith, the Sith one. I can't remember what it's called. Like dark, whatever. <laughs> like dark stories, whatever it is. <laughs> But anyhow, like we're like I figure, you know, we'll probably try and get into that this month or sooner, uh, for Halloween. You know what I mean? Get get into some of that for Halloween, and then uh, start opening this thing up around Christmas time. It should be fun. They're really fun stories. He like really enjoyed them. It was super fun to read with him. You know, like we shut the lights off. We had a flashlight and stuff. Cool. Yeah, it was fun, man. Looking forward to that. Yeah, so last week uh, I was away camping, and it was the first time where I was going, having a camping trip going, at the end of it, going, I, I'm kind of done with the tent thing. <laughs> three horrid nights of sleep. <laughs> just terrible. Why? Was it wet? No, just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. I just couldn't, I could not stay asleep. You know what the worst thing about camping is? It's, for me, it's it's number one with a bullet. N- neighbors. Well, that, that's bad name. Like ba- the first night there, they were partially to blame. They were up drinking till past one easily, which like, come on guys, go to bed. Uh, so in the morning when it was t- our time to get up, do you think I had my kids quiet down? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Go nuts guys. Have some fun. Wake up the neighbors. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I just could not stay asleep. But again, like the worst thing about camping is once the kids are asleep and you, you're just hanging out by the campfire, you're having a couple of drinks and you're like, all right, it's, it's time for bed. You get into your tent, you fall asleep and then you wake up and it's like three, four o'clock in the morning and you have to go. You gotta go to the bathroom. It's, it's the worst. Yeah. Cause you try to, cause you try to go back to sleep. You can't because you, it's you hear nature. It's you hear the, the 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 chirping of the crickets and all this stuff's happening. There's no way you get back to sleep, and there's just the the nagging feeling that you have to go to the bathroom. So at, at a certain point, you're just like, forget it. I'm not going to sleep unless I do it. So you have to get out of your sleeping bag, get out of the tent, open up the zipper, step out of the tent. It's cold. It's wet. You gotta either walk to the bathroom or find a spot by a tree. It's the worst thing. It's the worst thing. But yeah, like whatever, oh, suck it up. Oh, it's no, it's it's no. I I I I just want. I just you know what? I don't need a lot of sleep, but I would like a, like uninterrupted sleep. I can get by with six hours. Seven would be better, but I can get by with six. But don't make it like two, two, and two. That's that's a train wreck. Anyway. Uh, last week was, yeah, ended up like, I, I, I'm probably still not caught up to be honest, like just not able to catch up on my sleep. Went to bed early most of, of the week and just 
what waking up late for work to go to work yeah i got my, i got my butt kicked but it was fun but uh anyway back on the star wars train so Corey, you weren't here a couple weeks ago i don't think but i you know i i, I got on a little bit of a run so I, I did pick up echo a couple weeks ago and then the week after that i got my hands on the uh, bad batch rex and now latest one so to sort of round out the the trilogy of clones that I've been after, I finally have in hand a Black Series Commander Cody from the Archive. Nice. Line. Yeah. So that's that's a good look. Well, they're all cool. What am I what am I talking about? There are there are, there's super cool figures. So I'm glad to have that. Uh, but also, this is cool. So Tim's been talking about how he's sort of slimming down his collection and refining things down. Uh, so I was the beneficiary of that as uh, I got my hands on a couple of the retro collection figures from the A New Hope line that I just did. I passed up in store at the time, but uh, that he was he was getting rid of them. So I was more than happy to to uh, round out my collection. So I have the Han Solo and Stormtrooper from the retro collection. So that's it. That's done. But he also sent something back because I realized the box was a little heavier than it ought to have been. Is there a guess as to what was in the box? Oh, <laughs> a certain point of view. Yeah. <laughs> we finally have back our A New Hope copy of From a Certain Point of View, that book that was supposed to do the rounds of our global community of friends at the Star Wars Commonwealth. So that, that journey can now resume. Uh, send I it gonna, here. Am I going to get it? What do you mean send it here? You already <laughs> got it, you jerk face. Can I get it? Yeah, Jesus. absolutely. <laughs> if there's My anybody that should get it, it should be you, Carlos, because uh, being being the uh, the guy who works in in uh, shipping, you know where to send it next. I don't know where to send it next, but I, I mean, I won't wait five years to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just two. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah, that Just that a couple of weeks probably. It's, it's, we got we got we got to rack up the miles on that book pretty soon. So Carlos, that's going to head your way pretty soon. Nice. Um, cool. And we're so, able to like mark stuff in the book, right? We're actually able to like sign it and stuff. And that's just the whole like, point. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I will be doing that. So, yeah, I think that rounds out sort of what we've been up to. Um, yeah, the collecting bit's done for me. Oh, and, yeah. uh, well, I guess we'll stick with collecting. So last week... Hasbro gave another one of their fan event things via live stream on YouTube. And, you know, they reveal what's coming near and long term. But, man, talk about mixed feelings as I watched this thing. Because I was I watching it and just, like, I was so disappointed in what they were showing us of what's coming. And, and you know, watching, like, the, the comments on the live stream, what, I've never seen it this bad. Usually, it's it's people who complain about everything. But this was like universally thumbs down vibes. It was awful. I felt so bad for the three people from Hasbro, but they were just, <laughs> they were getting crushed. <laughs> but I mean, it was, it was repaints and reissues. You know, if that's your thing, then this, this was the event for you, but what a letdown if you want new stuff. And you know, I guess I guess really for Black Series fans in particular, like they were mad as hell because you were you're getting rehash sculpts and repaints and 
all being exclusives. Which, ugh, come on. Like, we've been down this road a thousand times. So, you know, I, I went in the aftermath and kind of griped about it on social media. But I'm not angry. Because like, the other side of it is, they just saved me a lot of money and a lot of stress uh, trying to hop in on these pre-orders. Like, I, I, I didn't pull the trigger on a single thing coming out of uh, out of the live stream. So I'm a little bit... I, I very actually I'm very grateful that uh, I was just very I don't know apathetic about that live stream and, but I, I feel bad for the collectors that are really into it that this is the way it's going and it's like ugh, nobody's happy anyway Corey did you you didn't watch the live stream did you nope so you missed out like the whole thing you just I guess you just checked out the link I sent I did check out the link you sent, but at the same time, like I was kind of, I wouldn't say spoiled. I, I, I'd seen some reveals online, but at the same time, the, the general consensus was, you know, the, the chatter had pegged it as uh, kind of a bust. And, you know, my enthusiasm wasn't, ex wasn't exactly peaked at that point. And for the, turns out to be true for the most part, I'm after looking at everything, like I'm pretty much on the same page as you. It's like re-releases of everything. I, I would, preferably like to see some new stuff uh, but yeah i mean if the credit collections for you i mean granted have at it you change the box yay uh i don't know it's th there was nothing really for me and i guess like like you said kyle i can be thankful for that as well in the sense that you know i don't have to stress out about it because there is a certain sense of anxiety that comes with this whole thing when you actually really do want something but yeah it would have been a nice to have at least one or two things. I mean, the, the one takeaway for me was possibly that power of the force Leia. And, you know, that's, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. It's just like, uh, you know, if you have a Leia shrine at one point, like that would do nicely there. But other than that, yeah, big, uh, kind of a big thumbs down, big, big letdown. And, you know, that, that if that's the way things are going, and like you said, if the collector's corner is like, you know, thoroughly saying thumbs down, then, you know, this could hit them in the pocketbook. So they may, might need to change the game plan up a bit. Well, with, with all the Black Series stuff they released being exclusives, people still chase that. So it's just becoming less and less for me, which, which you know what? It's a, it's a mercy. I'll take it at this point. But okay, so we'll, we'll go through quickly what some of the stuff that was offered up. And we'll if you want to follow along, uh, we're going to be using our pal Max summary that he wrote up over at the thesandcrawler.net. So if again, if you want to follow along, uh, I'm going to put a, a link in the show description in the show notes, and you can just scroll to the bottom, check out the images because that's that's what I'll be using. But uh, the one thing I, that I'm actually happy about, the, the things that I am happy about, come from the vintage collection in from this live stream, and they listened. You know, for a long time, people were saying, "When are we going to get like army builder packs of of?" troopers of you know from the rebels from the empire wh whatever and they're like yeah yeah we'll, we'll do that you know like you don't have to do a big deal with the packaging just make it a cardboard box we just want to rip these things open and build our dioramas so they actually did that there's there's going to be a four pack of vintage collection stormtroopers in a very very basic looking cardboard box which i that that, that is two thumbs up they listened to what fans were asking for, and they delivered. This is a no-brainer. So we can look forward to a lot of 
whatever, stormtroopers and variations of stormtroopers, first order, clones, rebel troops. This is going to be like a thing that they can keep milking for a long time. But as far as individual characters, Palpatine's coming. Carlos's buddy, Bib Fortuna's coming. Yeah. <laughs> the figure looks great, though. Holy cow. Uh, IG-11 is coming, Vintage Collection, which I don't think has happened yet. So that's one I'm going to have to jump on. And Tebow, the Ewok. And th- those those four are the things that are are sort of calling out to me. Even though I'm sort of leaning away from the Vintage Collection, those are four figures that I might not be able to... Ah, Tebow. I don't need Tebow. There's three figures <laughs> there that, <laughs> that I need to probably get my hands on. But then the, the disappointment of that that they're continuing with the with the carbonized collection for vintage like what to me that 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 whole line was a bust they look cool i can't really say that collectors went crazy for it i don't know like i i'm i'm not touching these not a single one with the uh scarif shore trooper from from the mandalorian the armor moff gideon and an incinerator troop they look cool but I'm out. Not doing it. Uh, Lando and Lobot, actually, on Empire Strikes Back cards. That's something I will probably get because I have the Cloud City Dire. Uh, the, yeah, the Cloud City playset, the Carbon Freeze Chamber. That that'll go cool there. Then otherwise, there's they're doing the uh, uh, the prototype thing again, the multicolored limb character. So this this time they're doing a stormtrooper. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see if, if if I jump on that one or not. But then, the Black Series was where a lot of the disappointment kind of sat. So we, we already knew about that Black Series Princess Leia on the old Power of the Force card. And that's a cool looking thing. That you know, that, that really does grab at the, the nostalgia strings. That That's the one that you, that you might look at, Corey? Which one? The Leia? Yeah. Maybe. And even at that, again, it's like uh, I'm definitely, if they start coming out with like oodles of these things, I'm not going to be doing that, you know what I mean? But Leia, Leia's a particular character. Yeah, it's the Yavin Ceremony Leia too, so she's, it's, she's got the metal, so that's that's a cool little accessory. It's a cool thing to have. But other than that, they, they really dusted off the credit collection, which I was surprised at because I don't know if it was that successful. I really hmm. don't. And yet, like, what's up? What's up with the Mandalorian being like all blue in that one? Well, it's just based on concept art, right? So, concept art could just have like funky lighting painted onto hmm. it, and they just make a figure based on that. But you're right; like, he looks closer to Jango Fett than. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, eh, no. I'm happy with the the credit collection Mando that I already have. Grief, Grief Karga's coming. Queel, Armor, Moff Gideon. I'm out. Like I have them all. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yes, I do have all those in one form or another in Black Series. And it's cool. Like they are super cool with the concept art. I love the look. I'm just not at forty bucks a pop. I'm not doing it. You know the the really the crappy thing. That really, I mean. This is the worst part. Like, all of those things went on pre-sale. I think it went, you know, this is for U.S. collectors. But they all went on pre-sale on 
Thursday, I believe, at 1 o'clock. So Walmart and Target and Amazon, Best Buy, all at 1 o'clock. So you have to be in four places at once trying to get these purchases. And I'm just like, that's it's super inconsiderate. Just stagger that a, a bit. Like, do it on different days or at least do them an hour apart. Like, to me, that's just rotten. Uh, but uh, they also, you know, staying with the re repaint stuff. Mandalorian with Grogu. But this time they just cake him full of mud. Like when he fought the Mudhorn. And cool, I guess. It, it tells me that, the, that there's a Mudhorn figure coming. <laughs> but otherwise... Does it though? Yeah. I, I'd say there's a good chance. If they ever did a Black Series uh, creature... They would throw a mud horn in there, but yeah, this not doing it for me. It's really not. And then they had the uh, another exclusive GameStop. It was the uh, what is this guy? The from Battlefront Two, a gaming's great, a gaming greats. It's the Jet Trooper, and it's a cool looking figure. But it's it's basically a, a repaint of a figure that already exists. So that was disappointing around, like right around. So they saved me a lot of money because I'm not touching any of that stuff. And then on the Force Effects side of things, there's finally, <laughs> finally, a Ray Skywalker lightsaber with the yellow blade. Which Made from her staff, which I called. Oh, yeah. You and 10,000 others, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't believe me. <laughs> I'm like, mm, that doesn't seem very plausible or likely. Mm -hmm. We'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, oh, they didn't let leave the the Razor Crest out though. I was like, they're they're gonna update this at some point in, in this live stream, and they'd always said fall twenty twenty one, which technically, anytime between late September and you know uh, December. But uh, I guess evidently they meant December, because you know the the marketing guy. Now they're saying. 2022 no yeah well he's got a big dumb smile on his big dumb face <laughs> <laughs> and he's like yeah well uh, you know, due to reasons deliveries now uh, it's only one month later july january 2022 and again like no you don't understand this was the christmas present and like the, my shoulders just sag I, and really it's not because it's it's now january 2022 i really don't care it gives me another month to figure out where i'm gonna put it it's that you guys were given like 10 million bucks to figure this out, to complete this project. It's upfront money, and it's still going to be late. I'm like, Hasbro, oh, come on. What are you doing? No, but seriously, though, if someone did plan that as a Christmas gift, that's kind of like a, it's pretty shitty. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you'd have to have shelled out in 2020 for a 2021 Christmas gift. Which I guess yeah, exactly. Not, not... That's why that's pl that's why like it's plenty of time for them to get even more mad when they find out that it's not happening. I guess you print a picture of it and say this is what you're getting next week. If they really stick to their early early January 2022, say sorry, pal, your Christmas gift didn't arrive on time, but it'll be here next week. So it'll be like Christmas in January. Maybe that works, but whatever. Like they did, they did show the packaging, and it. I looks... heard it's pretty awesome. Oh, it looks so cool. I can't wait to get that. What it does looks, it look like? I see a photo of it. Well, it just it, you know it looks exactly like you would 
expect a vintage collection vehicle to look like. Big, beautiful photography. You know, it's got the black border. It's 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 amazing. You should you got you got to Google the pictures of that. So, yeah, I guess I got some extra time to figure out what to do with this thing once once it shows up. But I can't wait, man. So that was the Hasbro live stream. Which again, if you're a vintage collection fan, it was not half bad. If you are a Black Series fan. I don't, I don't know. I guess it's a mixed bag. If you're into everything, if you're a completionist, well, you're in. If you are an exclusive fan, this this was the day for you. All right. Uh, oh, the other news that they did drop. If So if you're looking for that vintage collection Antoc Merrick X-Wing, they're not actually going to be doing pre-orders for that. That is just going to show up in store. And I believe it is starting to hit distribution centers. So that could happen sooner than later. So one day you might roam into a Toys R Us in Canada or I think Target in the US and just see it on the shelf. So Because there's no pre-orders happening. And that's going to be something that I'm going to have a tough time laying off of. But anyway, uh, the big news of the week, you know, a lot of dreams came true. On Thursday, and it was announced officially that Knights of the Old Republic is coming back to life via a remake for uh, PS5 and PC first, and then followed by other consoles like Xbox at a later date. I don't know where you guys were at this time, but I, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are going to remember this day. But uh, you know, people had been demanding this for a long time. They're getting it finally. But guys, do you, do you think it stopped the complaining? No, it's only just begun. <laughs> of course, it didn't stop the complaining. Of course not. Uh, you know, like every time we, we every time we have a discussion, you know, about this particular thing, this story, Knights of the Old Republic and its future. You know, is it going to be made into a movie or a game or whatever? Like its most militant fans, like. No, you can't change a single thing and just give it a direct carryover to like to like modern consoles or hell make it a Disney Plus thing or a movie, but they just they want zero changes to it. And then my my response to all that was, well, what's the point? Just play the original. Outdated graphics, suck it up. If that's the story you like, that's where you get it. But so I was looking at the the wording of the statement that's up on starwars.com and i i don't know how many of our listeners are huge militant kotor fans but i'm here to tell you things are getting changed and that's really very very clear from a bunch of quotes in the piece and just the, the direct like the, exhibit a they're calling it a remake and not a remaster Hmm. So that to me right there is the uh, sort of a, a smoking gun that they're rethinking a whole thing about, about not to say they're going to do drastic stuff, but it's going to get sw- like switched up. Yeah, they're not going to they're not going to like copy paste everything and just you know gussy it up. Like they're literally going to change 
the the the, the gameplay and change the story i believe behind I yeah it's not going to be a one for one and there's people who want a one for one just so that they can have the same game that looks better yep but that's not you don't get what you want that's what mick jagger said i don't know he did can't always get what you want he did say that and he's right <laughs> but like, like i said but it, it, but 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 if you try sometime you just might find you, you get, get what, what you, you need. need yes all right yes so. and what you need is to get this game changed and this, <laughs> you don't have to take it from me because i've never played this game i don't know a thing about it but mick jagger said you get what you need which is some alterations to what's happening and there's a, bu- a bunch of other quotes, and I'm just going to go through this for posterity and just just to say at some point that I told you so. And so one of the other quotes was, uh, there's a lot to build on, uh, build on this one. So we've been having a, a lot of great conversations on how to build what we're doing, what the pillars of the game, what are the pillars of the game, and coming up with all that together. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> If you're doing a straight carryover, you don't have to have that conversation, right? Am I am I wrong about that? Like, no, you're not wrong. You just here's here it is from 2003. Just shine it up with 2021 graphics. Done. That's not what they're talking about here. At all. At all. And so the, another one they said uh, remakes in, in any medium can be a dicey proposition. Change too much and you can ruin the magic. Change too little and what's the point? Then there's yep. the weight of fan expectation. Good boy. Good boy. As <laughs> I said, they had it all completely top of mind. And like, there's another smoking gun. Like, there, there's no point to doing it if you, if you have no freedom to tweak it and make it better in the eyes of the creators. So, I'm sorry. Uh, people, nah. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, eh? <laughs> oh, and sorry, there's one more. <laughs> We've been working really, really closely with Aspire for a long time now to deconstruct what made KOTOR so great and bring that back to new audiences because we want this game to be an incredible RPG. Again, you don't have to deconstruct anything if you're just porting it over. So, damn it, buckle up, because they're changing this game up. I don't know how, I don't know what's going to be different about it, but I think we're going to hear about it from its ardent fans who are just not going to accept it. But Corey, and again, what... that's probably going to be a, that's going to be a, the most vocal, but smaller minority, I would think, hopefully, anyhow. But I mean, what is, frankly, what is your I... thoughts on this, Corey? Like this, this, you, you never played this game. I never played this game, but. What is your impression of them bringing this back to life? Yeah, you're right. I was I was never a player of this game, but uh, I was always super intrigued uh, for for multiple reasons. One of them being, well, namely due to the fact of the subject matter, right? Where it takes place, the timeline. Uh, again, the subject matter of like having this war between Jedi and a Sith army is just really really cool to me. That ancient Jedi stuff, you know, like give me all that all day. Like I'm way more interested in that time period as opposed to like what's going on right now with the high Republic, right? Like we've, yes, we've gone back in time, but I have my issues with that. We've talked about that in the past. This is a little more further back, like 4,000 years is quite the leap. 
and I really think it's interesting to see how uh, you know they, they say here in the in the write up that you know Jedi were at their peak at this point, which is really cool because it just leads me to believe that so much was lost along that four year time gap, right? So I'm I'm anxious to get back to that uh, that old school Jedi way. I've always wanted to see more of that. And again, the the second thing was the fan devotion, how intense that was, how how much they loved the the game, and. You know, I got notes here about saying how, again, how dicey that's going to be. It's uh, They're really treading on thin ice in that regard. And it's, uh, I'm, I'm all for it, to be honest. Like, I'm, I this is actually a game I might even try, you know what I mean? Like, it's not something, it's not a game that you necessarily have to sink, uh, suit, like, hours and hours in at a time. But maybe, you know, like, put in an hour here and an hour there. And I, I think it's really interesting, like, the decisions you make, you know, like, uh, have consequences and, I think that's really cool. And I think these guys, from what I'm gathering here, again, Kyle, I'm on the same page as you and saying that, you know, I, I do think they are going to take elements of KOTOR and bring them into this, much like they do, like, a lot of other Star Wars things. Like, I think it's going to be very similar in a certain regard, or maybe they'll do a whole different story. But I really do feel like Ravon's going to be in it. Ravon. Oh, God. Do we have to put up with years of you calling Ravon now? We'll see. Oh, God. But, uh, you know, I, I think they're going to put him in, to be honest. I mean, they talked about him like, like, oh, he's too cool, you know? Like, how can you leave him out? Well, he's in. And sure. He's in that teaser trailer. Oh, there he goes. I didn't even know there was a trailer. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I'm I'm kind of excited for it. Like, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see what the fan base says again and all that rhetoric and kind of seeing, like, fanboys cry and stuff. I love that kind of thing. <laughs> from behind the scenes well like cry, well i guess it's both right if, if they're crying like because they're genuinely happy and crying because they're mad yeah so well the, the happy right? thing would make me yeah exactly the happy would make me more happy personally but at the same time it's like uh you know i'm i'm, I'm over 40 now you know and i've never even anyway just society man <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not good <laughs> <laughs> it's not good <laughs> Uh, there's just so much going on. Like, like I just listen. I see people online, and I'm just like, I just, I just shake my head, dude. It's like we live in a society. No, at least we're, tr- like, we're trying yeah. to. Oh, you gotta love your brother, man. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Ah, oh, God. So, Carlos, over to you on this one. Knowing the the legacy and reputation of this story, and it's 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 subsection of fandom. To bring it back, does it? signal anything to you or is it just say hey, we're giving these people what they want no it doesn't i mean it doesn't signal anything to me uh, look the, the the original game was was quite successful and left a lasting impression on fans so it, it it's only uh, i'm not gonna say it's fair and not only fair but it only makes sense i think that they would want to come back to something especially since we're talking about 18 years between releases and how technology has, I mean, exponentially grown uh, with with what they can do now as opposed to what they did before. You know, like, it, it only makes sense for them to do something that would, you know, blow the fans away, kind of. And I believe that there's there's an opportunity for that. The only issue I have is that 
it's also a double-edged sword where you're going to have the people who are not going to be happy with what they got. And it's, there's going to, some people are going to be like, Oh, it's too much like the original. Like they didn't do anything different. They're being lazy. And then there's other people are going to be like, they changed it too much. I love the original. So it's like, who, who are you placating to? I think what they're really going to try to do is placate to the new generation of fans who didn't play the original and just give them something different. And, that's a whole other can of worms. I well, um, I, I guess in their in doing the math with all this behind the scenes is that they know that they're going to alienate some old fans. For but sure, they think they're going to outweigh that with bringing in new fans. At least that's got to be the hope, right? I mean, I, th- I I I would think so, but at a, at another point, it's. Who's going to be buying the game? Is it going to be a 14-year-old or is it going to be the 35, 40-year-old parent who played it as a kid and wants to show it to their kids? You know, that that it, it's the, there's no set formula here. And seeing as it's Star Wars and it's already shouldn't be, but it is controversial to do anything that has to do with the legend stuff, like yeah, I mean, there's going to be people who are not happy about it. I just, I'm, I'm just, ha- I'll be honest. I am just happy that I am sitting on this side of the fence where I don't game and I don't give two rats asses. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't care. I, I love it if, let's say, uh, Commander Cody and 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 Mopar uh, get the game and they're happy with it. I'm happy. I, 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 I like. For guys who actually care about it, oh, they love and, it. No, no, no. But I'm saying if they if they're gonna love the new version, I'll I'll be happy for them. But it doesn't, you know, not one drop of water is gonna roll off my duck's ass. Like I don't care. It it doesn't make a difference to me because look, already we all go we all go into the movie theater together, and. If whether I like the movie or not, and and somebody else likes the movie or not, it's it shouldn't affect how I feel about things. But unfortunately, the toxicity of the fandom sometimes makes it so that we want to dig in deeper. Sure. Like so, if I if I like the Last Jedi and you hate it for stupid reasons, <laughs> then then I'm going to double down and defend my point of view more. Because of that, I, or that—that that was my mind frame in the past. Whereas now, I'm more of the more of the state of mind where you can like what you like, you can hate what you hate. Don't put me in your box. Don't speak for me. And you're okay to do whatever you want. I, I don't. I don't care if you hate it. I don't care if you like the scene that I hate. I. I it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. Just don't speak for me. Don't speak for anybody. But yourself, yeah, for sure. Okay, because I look. I'll be honest. There was a, a, a while back. I, I went to, to the Lego store. I had a conversation with one of the one of the guys at the Lego store, who was of the let's call it the Kotor generation, uh, who are huge Legends fans. Who let's say uh, were not big fans of Kathleen Kennedy. Shocking. <laughs> Okay, so I 
I had I was having a conversation with this guy, and I'm trying to debate the, the merits of the movie and what was good and what wasn't good and what what's what's a valid criticism and what's not a valid criticism. And I left that store uh, having not gained one inch of ground. No, trying to convince a guy no. who we both have things in common, and you still can't change that person's mind. And then it's like I just wasted my time. Why? Why am I going to continue doing this? And there's people who do this all day on Twitter, all day. Get a life. I do not want to be involved in that. I don't. I. I can't. I don't have the mental the mental or emotional bandwidth to deal with stupidity anymore. I don't. It, it's supposed to be fun. I grew up loving Star Wars. I loved it. I loved it for all the shitty things that they showed us. <laughs> You look at the original trilogy, you could point every seven minutes, there's something that's like, ugh, cringe. But it's it's still cool, man. It's still fun. It's like they try to do something different. And it's like, now you're hanging on that little thing that you think is so incredible, but then you can't be as, you can't, then you're, so you can't be objective with the OT, but then you're extremely critical of the sequel trilogy. And in in defending the prequel trilogy that you trashed 10 years ago, but now you're defending, come on, just get over it. Get over yourself. You are a nobody. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You are. There, there's Your opinion means nothing because it doesn't come from a place of actual nuance. There's no nuance. It's just, I like The Last Jedi. I like... See, I, I like Luke's arc. You can argue with me that you do not like Luke's arc. That's fine. But you can't say that what he did on Crate wasn't epic. It might not be what you wanted, but it doesn't mean it wasn't epic. It doesn't mean it, was, it wasn't what a Jedi would do. When he literally pretty much replayed what he did in Return of the Jedi when he threw away the lightsaber. This time he didn't even use a lightsaber. So it's like you're okay with this and not that okay grow up peter pan yeah for, like it's it's just it's to me like the the disconnect of like luke does the things that yoda brags make a jedi great in empire like luke does them and people are like, f like freak out like it, it, negatively it's like well wait a minute we are we've known for 40 years that this is what a jedi is supposed to do and you're mad that he's doing it anyway i don't want to fall down that rabbit hole but you're right like some sometimes like the and i don't want to stereotype kotor fans but they have they have a well-earned reputation for being really intense and, and loyal to these uh, to these games and, and the story like to the point where a lot of them believe like a lot of them love this this that story above all else in star wars and that's fine uh, it's and it's but it's to the point where they they really want Kotor to be to define Star Wars and like no this is what Star Wars should be across the board uh, I I I don't know I don't know like I, I I I have no informed opinions about Kotor but I have a very difficult time thinking that a video game as good as it might be should be the thing that defines Star Wars. I, I, you got to put together a hell of a case to to sell that to me. But I, you know what? I'm gonna give this game a try. I, mean, I you know, I, I can't get my hands on a PS5, and I'm, <laughs> I can't find one for the life of me. 
But, uh, you know, and, and I never thought I'd say these words that I'm going to play this game. But, uh, you know, like at some point, I think the three of us, we talked about uh, our blind spots in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And this was mine. Like, I knew nothing about it then. I know nothing about it now. Uh, but I'm I'm going to invest some time into this into this game. It sounds like it's can a- I say, can I say as well? My, like it's a blind spot for me as well, and uh, it's it, it's still being considered like legends. Gives me no um, incentive to dive into it. But as soon as they do make it canon, or they release a show, or they they're 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 going to develop a movie, I will be in. And that's I will the be thing. The, I, that's I, the thing. Like I, you were asking Carlos earlier, Carlos, if you think this is like a precursor to more content from that era or something, or like a movie or an animated show or whatever it is. I, I don't necessarily know that's the case either, but I'm I'm totally there for it, man. If if it were the case, like like I'm I'm down, man. Well, give me, in, give me something from that time period. In the write up on StarWars.com, they do say like Kotor, which is part of the legend storytelling blah 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 so it's still it's a legend story it's air quotes not canon that's that's another thing i wanted to ask you too like not like with them remaking and everything like ah like why not just make it canon you know what i mean maybe they do i don't maybe they or at least elements of it like darth revan is this close to to being ravon he might actually be canon like he as as somebody that existed but he was supposed to be in the mortis arc like there are animatic sequences with him in it, and it's not, it's they're not fan made. They're legit. Him and Darth Bane were in an animatic sequence in the Mortis trilogy. Uh, as as was Darth Bane. They both sort of appeared to uh, the sun. And I think it was uh, George or Dave or at one point they edit they they cut that piece of the story out for reasons that I don't know. But he's he's on the doorstep. So, you know, and, and remember a couple years ago, I think at celebration, uh, somebody stuck a microphone in, in front of Kathleen Kennedy and, and started asking her about Kotor. And she said, "Yeah, we're looking at things to do with that for sure." This has to be what she was referring to. Yeah, I would the, think so. The timeline matches up. I think <laughs> there was a, a a rumor that came out either before or after that, about uh, screenwriter uh, Leda Calogridis. I'm, I'm sure I butchered her name, but she was writing a screenplay based on KOTOR. And I I wonder if that was only partially true in that she was doing rewrites for portions of this game. And, you know, with, with, with an overall plan to sort of perhaps let this become canon at some point. If it's well received and people like it, they'll say, "Well, you know what? Let's." Next thing you know, somebody shows up in an animated series or a comic or a, a movie or whatever, and you go, "Oh, did they just canonize Knights of the Old Republic?" I guess they did. So you know, and, and just like what they're doing with uh, the Bad Batch, with Mount Tantis, like stuff just keeps sliding through, in through the back door. They could easily take this approach. Easily, where they 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 revamp the story a little bit, they modernize it because in, in also in the write up they talked about 
uh, you know, certain choices you make and, and, and the consequences that might have. How did it play then versus can you get away with that now? And so I, I you know, I think they've reevaluated so much of that stuff to make it fit sort of the contemporary 2021 lens, 2022 lens that we're living through. I, I don't know. I, I am pretty convinced that at some point, not that the whole game will become canon, but that they will they will bring pieces of it into canon based on this game. Maybe it's 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 definitely too early to make that that uh, that assumption with any get with any certainty, but I'm pretty sure. Like I don't know that you invest what they're investing into this, even though it is something that you know the, the guts and the, the the bones of it already exist. But they're they're putting a lot into this to making it newer and better. I don't know that they're just doing it for like a one and done type thing. I gotta think they have bigger plans for it. That's just my thought. But they're bringing, you know, they're bringing back uh, Jennifer Hale, who did the voice of Bastila Shan, who was as you know as big a character as Darth Revan. You know, you would actually would have been cool if on the the Hasbro live stream on Wednesday, if it's, if they had brought out a gaming greats figure and said, "Here's Bastila Shan." Cool, you guys like her, don't you? And people would have done goddamn backflips. True. <laughs> that, that, after, that should have been a little more coordinated. <laughs> well, I yeah, I, I, maybe the expectation there was too high. But people would have done absolute backflips. And then the day after, they get on Twitter and go, what, KOTOR is being remade? And we're getting a Bastila Shanna figure? Like, people would go, be going crazy. They'd be redlining. They'd be going absolutely bananas. And I, that that would be a way to drum up excitement, you know, more than what's already out there. But uh, I, you know, I am excited. I'm I'm going to give this a fair shake at this point. I, like like you said, Carlos, I don't care. The reason I never I was I was playing a lot of video games when this came out in 2003, but I was like, nope, it's not let it's not canon. I don't care. Don't care. Talk to me when it is canon. And so that's, I've obviously moved off that a little bit, but it sounds like it's a cool story. It's going to be on a cool platform. It's going to look great. I am going to give it a shot and hopefully, you know, hopefully if, if, if it's worthwhile, they will make a canon or pieces of it, but we'll see what they do. But did you see the other announcements for video games that, that are coming? I didn't. Oh man. Well, they're doing a sequel to that Spider-Man game. That came out in 2017, which was super cool. Did you play that game, Corey? No, unfortunately. Oh. I might though. I might get around to it. Oh, it's it's fantastic. And so doesn't Troy love that game? Yes, with good reason. It's yeah. it's superb. Um, so that's that's happening. It's you know, it's Miles Morales, Peter Parker team up. Venom is is going to be one of the bad guys, or the lead bad guy. But then they're doing a Wolverine game. For the PS5, and oh, we just get a tiny little teaser trailer, no gameplay, but it's just so classic Wolverine, and it's full of little Easter eggs. But it's it's so cool. If you're into Wolverine at all, go check out the uh, 40 second trailer. It's super rad. So it was a big day 
on Thursday for video gamers if you own a PS5. So I yeah, 2022, 2023 are going to be big. All right, fellas. Uh, I think that's it for this week. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we go? I think we're good, man. I think this was a nice little, uh, nice little roundup Indeed. of, uh, of the, the little, the little bit of news that we got um, next week. Uh, I no, not even, not even next Sunday. We still don't have visions, so it's going to be the week after that. Uh, I don't see, um, I don't see much, uh, much going on. I have a couple of would you rather's that we're going to drop next week. Ooh, cool looking forward to that yeah all right let's wrap it up there guys and um you know i i don't even know what else to say you know every week is that we do this it's always a lot of fun i all and most of the time i get here and i'm super tired and i just i almost prefer to just go to bed it being a sunday night and everything but by the end of it i'm all jacked up and i just want to keep talking but I, we got nothing yeah. left this week <laughs> Well, no, two, I, we, two weeks ago, we tried to we tried to kill the show with 22 minutes left, and it just kept going on and on and on. I have to thank Rick for that because it really made me laugh. How is Rick? How's yeah, Stu? How is Stu? How's Stu doing? Anybody hear about Stu? <laughs> <laughs> it was classic. Uh, so that was fun. No, but every every now and then, you know, a nice little, uh, nice little, hey, how you doing? And uh, in and out. It's a nice episode. Sure. I'll dip our toes back in after a week off. That, that's it mm-hmm. for my summer vacations, though. We're done. So, uh, any any other time off that we have is just because, uh, well, it's pure laziness or a total lack of of, of subjects. But uh, think positive. <laughs> think positive. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys out there, let us know. Like, are are we uh, out to lunch when it comes to Kotor? Uh, if you know, have you played it before? And is this going to drive you crazy if they switch anything up? Let us know. I, I'm dying to know what what its fans think. Like, welcome the changes to it, or is this stepping into a minefield? Is Kathleen Kennedy lining up again to just get lambasted here? Let us know. But otherwise, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to catch up with us. You can find us in the Tumbling Saber Facebook group, which you can always come check out and hang out in. Um, and if you want to be a bigger, bigger part of the show, you can send your emails, your thoughts, your questions to tumblingsaber at gmail.com, and we'll get it into an upcoming episode of the pod. So that's it, guys. Uh, until we speak again, Carlos, where can we find you on the old social medias? Uh, you can find me... Uh, give me a couple seconds here. I just want to say that... Um... You can find me on on Twitter and Instagram at C Candido Music, uh, on Facebook at Carlos Candido uh, Music as well. CarlosCandido.com uh, is my website. Um, when this uh, episode drops, I have an Indiegogo uh, campaign for the pre-order of my album. Um, that's gonna be uh, dropped. I kind of soft launched it over the weekend uh, just to. Uh, uh, try to work out all the kinks and stuff and and all that stuff but as of tuesday hard launch uh we're going into uh, an, into promotion mode for for the pre-order for the album um i'd love for everybody in this community to to, to jump on board and and uh, get the 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 digital download of of the album um and if you want to get some actual physical merch you could do that as well uh, i'm offering a free local pickup 
for uh, people in the Montreal area, uh, pretty much anywhere in Western Quebec and Eastern Ontario. Like uh, I'll, I'll be able to, to go around and, and drop off some stuff. So um, yeah, I'd really, really appreciate that. I'm looking to uh, try to get um, quite a few backers for this. So uh, if you do jump on, share the links, uh, you can help out also by just checking out my uh, Spotify and, and Apple music links and, and follow me as an artist there. Uh, throw me into your playlists and I would truly, truly appreciate that. Uh, for those who know, I've, I've been in the studio since the end of July for this thing. And it's, it's, we're, we're going to be at the end of September uh, very, very soon. And it's, it's, it's been kind of a, like a, a labor of love and it's extremely stressful and uh, time consuming and, 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 and expensive. So um, if you could show me support and, and, Show, show me that this wasn't all done for nothing. <laughs> I truly, <laughs> truly appreciate that. So go check that out. Uh, Tuesday morning, go check out. Um, I'll post a link in the Tumbling Saber face, uh, Facebook group uh, for the Indiegogo. Anybody who wants to jump on that could do that there. Or you could check out my website or my Facebook page. Uh, I'd really appreciate it. Like, honestly, guys, thanks for the time just for me to drop that uh, on the episode. I, I, I truly appreciate it. Absolutely. You got to do the self self-promo thing. I'm terrible at it, but I will give people all the time they need to do their own. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and indeed, please go check that out because you know we hear we hear one of your songs at the end of this episode every week. If you want more of that, the new, the new stuff, you know where to get it. It's going to be at, over at that Indiegogo. So please hit that link and go check it out. And Corey, where can people connect with you? Um, and I use that term very loosely because <laughs> it's a it's a one sided connection. Yeah, well, you know, you can try and find me at Chop Rules with a Z on the Twitter machine. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, this week, I'm just going to tell you all again, man. I got to reiterate, uh, you got to love your brother, man. I feel like you're saying okay. something. <laughs> should, I, should I feel creeped out now? Like, what, what is that? <laughs> no, it's, it's Dewey Cox, bro. <laughs> Dewey Cox. Is that is that the Talladega Cox Nights? America, man. Oh, no, it's not the, that's not Talladega Nights. That's... Uh... Yeah, I so thought Dewey it was Talladega Nights. It is Dewey Cox, yeah. Talladega Nights? John C. Riley. Yeah, it's both. he stars in both films, guys. Yeah, he's in both, <laughs> but it's Dewey Cox is not the character from De Talladega Nights. Correct. And oh, Dewey I didn't Cox know. Dewey Cox is Dewey Cox. I've never seen it, so I don't know. It's so good. You'd appreciate that movie, Carly Carlos. It's all about... Uh, he's a musician, you know, and he goes through every like phase of like every like it's a, a, a satire kind of like you know he does the johnny cash phase he's got he was the... also a musician in boogie nights and i didn't appreciate that so i don't know maybe <laughs> he's good man he's quite good he's a great actor but i i just i don't like guys who suck at music who try to make it look like they're trying to be good at music I don't it's know. a good there's, movie okay there's just something about it oh uh, you know what hey hey he toured too uh, hey, hey i'll give it a try come on man Cox across America. That's that's well. I mean, I mean, I should probably take up that mantle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Ten o'clock, tumbling saber time. It's time to give it, put a pin in this episode. <laughs> Ten o'clock. Zero minutes past the hour. We're at the top of the hour. One hour away from the bottom of the hour. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Do okay. remember when like this, there there have been episodes that have just gone off the rails at the end? 
And then people are like, that's the part I like the most. And I'm just like, what the hell was the rest of it for? Exactly. <laughs> they were waiting for it to go off the rails. Like, do people oh just God. skip to the end and see how far off the rails the outros goes? Like, uh, just waiting for the whole, uh, at one point during the show for it to go off the rails. Never mind these uh, inane idiots. And their I'm gonna work on that more, man. I haven't done like I haven't done that in a while. Next episode, I promise. What, derail it's the show. Be a disaster. No, no, it's it's okay, Corey. You, it's okay. There's, you don't have to make any any disasters. It's been decided. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm sure disaster. in all your canned preserves, there's all kinds of botulism. Deal with that disaster, okay? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> don't talk about my preserves. I dare you. Oh, all right, guys. Uh, have yourselves a wonderful week. We will talk to you again uh, in the next episode. Until then, everybody, may the force be with you. Sitting here for hours, looking at that child. Pages getting wider like a mirror to myself. Struggle for the answers, questions frighten me. Circles getting wider, it's harder just to see.